an interesting uh, figures out this morning uh, on foot of a question from David Cullinan of Sinn Féin, of course, their health spokesperson. The average response time for ambulances to reach life-threatening emergencies has increased by 50% in three years. A patient with a heart attack or other medical emergency is on average waiting nine minutes longer for an ambulance with response times for the most serious 999 calls delayed for 18 minutes in 2019 compared to 27 minutes last year. Patients in Cork and here in Kerry are waiting an extra 13 minutes on average, a 72% decline in service, while those in the southeast are waiting 12 minutes longer, a 57% increase, according to the figures from the National Ambulance Service. The deterioration in performance is so serious that even reduced targets for responding to non-cardiac or respiratory incidents are not being met. Uh, so very concerning and very worrying. We've got Ted Kenny on the line of SIP2 represents ambulance staff. Ted, good morning to you. Good morning, Jerry. How are you doing? Uh, not too bad. What's your response to these figures, the, the deterioration in service and, and the increased waiting times for us here in Kerry? Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, the figures speak for themselves, to be quite honest, and it, 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 it's alarming, to be quite honest. Um, I mean, the situation is quite clear. The ambulance service is under-resourced um, throughout the country, not only in Kerry, but throughout the country. We, it, it, it's quite clear that they need extra paramedics and the figure being quoted is about 1200 over the next 3 to 5 years uh, and with 100 extra ambulances and uh, I suppose, I, I suppose one, one of the things that has helped um, in trying to reduce the waiting times is the turnaround times now in UHK for example and CUH in Cork um, in A&E's I mean prior to the winter plan coming in in December um, ambulances are waiting in A&E's 2 or 3 hours that now has been reduced significantly to a, an average just 30 minutes waiting time um, and, and we, which we welcome those improvements because what that actually means is ambulances um, drop off a patient 30 minutes and they're back out responding to another call so that it, it has improved response times for ambulances and carry yeah, and that's important because that was one of the biggest stumbling blocks, wasn't it? The wait time an ambulance had at the doors of the emergency department, not being able to transfer their patient into there, was reducing, obviously, the amount of time they're out on the road responding to calls. That is correct. And that has greatly improved with the introduction of the, of the winter plan. Um, I mean, there's rapid handover protocols, there's fit-to-sit policies, there's cohorting of staff mass cohorting of, of, of patients and all that has helped significantly and we have dedicated personnel with the National Ambulance Service working on the ground now in A&E's with the, um, the CNMs to um, ensure that there's rapid handover of patients and it speeds up the process. Okay, Ted, the, the, what's the answer on recruitment? Obviously the, the physical infrastructure of having ambulances is one thing that can be overcome but getting people to drive them and to manage them and to be paramedics? Yeah, I mean, at the moment, we have a proposal uh, that was subject to um, a, a WRC hearing uh, that started in process started in 2018, and it's the Roles and Responsibilities proposal that's done by both the HSE National Ambulance Service and ourselves. It's with the Department of Health at this, at, at this point in time. I believe there was a meeting yesterday. We hope to get a feedback on that in the afternoon today. Um, and that would actually increase the rates of pay for um, paramedics uh, and also it introduces new levels of, uh, of higher expertise within the National Ambulance Service. So, I mean, what the National Ambulance Service want to get to is that they would have specialist uh, paramedics that would actually go out in an ambulance, provide care in the community that would not necessitate a patient having to go to A&E. 
So we welcome those initiatives and we asked the Minister for help. We said in press statements in the last week, we we're calling on the Minister to make sure that proposal is implemented. Yeah, and does that work have to happen now? Otherwise, we're, we're going to be in a situation of declining numbers along these lines. Will the wait be longer next year? If something isn't addressed with immediate effect, the National Animal Service are going to find themselves in dire trouble and the communities that they service will find the waiting times getting longer and longer. Yeah, and that, that then you're talking that golden hour, that those minutes that matter, particularly given the type of cases, if it's a stroke, if it's a respiratory problem, then your outcomes are worse, which, which may be lead to fatalities, which is the worst case scenario, but also could lead to not getting the care in time and ending up having to spend longer in hospital, thus exacerbating the problems that are in our hospitals already. That's quite true. I mean, look, at, look the, the figures are, are, are quite stark, to be quite honest. I mean, if someone gets a cardiac arrest, it's urgently that they have to have an ambulance within 19 minutes. And if that doesn't happen, then inevitably that individual uh, could possibly die as a result of it. Yeah, yeah. And that's the real worry. That's, what, that's the real thing that we need to avoid. Correct, correct. Ted, you're talking obviously to the HSE about this and, and to get those things implemented. When do you hope to have some, some clear answers from them? Well, we're hoping that we have um, clear answers. Well, we hope to get an update today, as I said. Um, that's around this afternoon. We have a meeting um, in, in Portlaoise. Um, and look, look, it's a waiting game. I mean, to all membership within the National Animal Service um, has... Um, 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 decided that they want to ballot for industrial action if this is not resolved. Yeah. And we had that sanction, as I say, in our back pocket. So if the Department of Health and the Minister are not prepared to implement um, their proposal that's on the table currently, then we will be left with no choice but to implement um, industrial action. Okay. All right, Ted, we'll leave it there. Thanks very much for talking to us in the programme about that. That's Ted Kedney, Civ2, responding to those numbers going in the wrong direction, unfortunately.